this is the solvable how i am angela and today we're discussing a range of services that solvable offers with Noel. hi Noel. welcome back today we're talking about a few different services that we offer so thanks for joining me today Hi there, everybody. Hi, Angela. Thank you for having me. It's a great pleasure as always. Let's start with tracing, our tracing service. Tell us what tracing is and how it differs from investigations in a general sense. So tracing is basically, we kind of liken it to being a mini investigation. It's a very, very scaled down version um, of a tracking investigation that is designed for people like attorneys and debt collectors who are after a debtor or a witness that is not too difficult to find. In other words, perhaps the person has just moved house in the normal course of events and things like that, and they need to serve them with a summons, so they ask us to do that. And we do that on what they call a no-trace, no-fee service, um, and it's a very basic fee with very basic tactics and methods used. Now, we know with traces, there are instances where the defendant would lie to the sheriff when the sheriff gets out there, you know, with the address that's provided by a tracing agent. And then the sheriff obviously sends it back and the attorney sends it back to the tracing agent further down the line. How does Silver Wolf differ in that instance in in terms of what measures are taken to avoid that kind of situation from happening? Well, we have several different things. One is that we can work directly with the sheriff once the attorney comes back to us with such a query. Uh, we could work directly with the sheriff. We can go back there and do a point-out service where, we're actually, where we actually identify the person one way or another. We'd either go and speak to neighbors, we would... There are different ways that we can identify the person to the sheriff and point the person out. That would be one way of doing it. A second way is just to do a simple retrace because sheriffs don't only come back with that kind of of return. Uh, a return is the report that a sheriff sends back to a prosecuting attorney. But they have other types of negative reports like that they can't find the address or uh, um, that there, there can be all sorts of things. So we then provide ongoing solutions to those issues. So whatever the issue is, we can set out and solve it. Now, in some cases, it's just a straight retrace, in which case um, we will charge a fee if we discover that our original trace was right and we've gone back and the person is still there or if we were wrong and we've had to retrace the person to another address we'll give that to the attorneys free of charge because it's under a guarantee provided of course that the attorneys come back to us within a two-month period because there's always a, a period on any guarantee third option is to step it up a notch or two to what we call a private investigation job an investigation, in other words, as opposed to a trace. Um, and that would be in cases where we have estimated the person that we are going after or that we are tracing to be 
hiding themselves deliberately and therefore it would require more work and more effort and more uh, more different tactics and things like that to ensure that they are in fact at a given address. Uh, in an instance like that, it goes to our full private investigation service and then we then go out there and we interview all sorts of people, we check with people in the surrounding area, we find family members of that person, and we may even mount surveillance on the person's home if that, if that is necessary, in order to ensure that they are in fact there. Once we've done that, we would then work with the sheriff to get the document served. Okay, let's move on to beneficiary identification um, or tracing service there. What does that mean? And what is the service offering there? So a number of attorneys and other companies, even liquidators and um, other people handling wills, banks and people like that, they often find themselves when somebody passes away and they're handling an estate, having to find the beneficiaries that are mentioned in a will, or when the person dies in test state, the beneficiaries that um, are that 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 are required to either sign off an estate or that are required to come and make a claim frankly uh, there are two different types of law that are involved here and in both cases we have to find these people attorneys ask us they'll often come to us and say mr xyz has passed away this is his id number you need to go and investigate as to who he's got as a family. Does he have a wife? Does he have children? Um, does he have brothers and sisters? And those people may or may not actually be beneficiaries to this person's estate. So we've got to establish who they are and then track them down. And that, that is essentially what we are talking about here with a beneficiary investigation or beneficiary identification. So the service that we offer in regards to beneficiaries is a full private investigation service where we dedicate a certain amount of time, an amount of time that is agreed with the client, um, to tracking down, finding, and finding out about these potential beneficiaries. Um, and what we generally do is we We'll work out a quote based on an estimate of how many hours we need to complete the job and how far away we need to go. Sometimes we need to go across the country to do this, for example, um, and then there would be there would be traveling involved and all sorts of other things like that. And we base those fees on an hourly fee basis plus expenses. But yes, so essentially, this is a job that we do where we dedicate ourselves full-time to it until that job is finished, or at least for a certain set amount of hours in a day. Then how does that differ or is similar to the tracing for estate lates? Estate lates do have some tracing work involved in that we sometimes have to track down the people that we are investigating. But tracking down is only a small part of that job. We also have to discover who they are in relation to the person that has passed away um, and what the relationship was like as well in some cases. And we have to gain a lot of other information. And in some cases, as part of a beneficiary investigation, we also have to 
find out what assets the deceased had because they don't always get reported when an estate gets opened. So it does get rather interesting in that regard. Mm, Sounds intriguing. (laughs) The general services and solutions or the general investigative services and solutions, what is that? And how does Silverwolf add value to those kinds of cases that require those kinds of services? General investigation is actually a very wide topic, and it's it's divided into several different chapters, if you would like to call them that. You have criminal investigations, you have civil investigations, and then you have other investigations. Under criminal, essentially we are able to investigate anything that a police officer investigates. And in that type of case, we make it a absolute priority to work alongside the police, not against them. We work with the police on many cases all over the country, and we provide a backup service. There's there's a lot of things that the police can't get done or can't get done quickly. Um, They get a lot of resistance from people and institutions and companies, and as a result, they have to force information out of them with subpoenas. Very often, we can get things done far quicker than that. So we work alongside the guys. The other thing is we have the the assets within our company to move fast on things, whereas the police, being a massive organization, don't always have those assets or they don't have them immediately to hand. So we step in, we say to the investigating officer of the police on the case, guys, where can we step in? Where can we assist that you guys might perhaps have difficulty? And they generally appreciate that very much, rather than going out and trying to do the whole thing on our, on our own without them and ending up tripping over each other, which only damages the case, quite frankly. When it comes to civil investigations, it's a very different kettle of fish because one is generally doing an investigation to support a litigation case in court. Now, there may be other companies out there that will go out with the agenda of proving their client's case. We do not do that. We go out and prove whatever the truth is, whether our client likes it or not. And that to us is very, very important because every bit of evidence that we produce not only has to be presented in a court of law and acceptable in a court of law, but it also has to be the absolute truth. And it has to be a balanced view of what has gone on. So we cannot skew the the story in any way, and we will not do so. If we had to do that, it would also affect our reputation for integrity. And that is something that we have just decided not to do. When it comes to more general things, there's a lot more involved. We have cases, for example, we have cases where there's potential gender-based violence involved. That can go either the civil way 
or the criminal way, depending on which direction the client chooses. In some cases, we are dealing with matters where the person that is the victim of the GBV is not our client, but their family perhaps is. And we therefore have to work around that. So there are a lot of different different types of cases out there under this general banner that we take care of. And we can provide solutions in these things. One of the most important things in under this more general series of, of services is that we are always working in a team, either with the prosecuting attorney or with the police or with whoever else. And we believe that that's absolutely vital because nobody has all the skills in the world. So we rely on other people to do whatever it is that their expertise is and it fits in with ours. Um, an example would be a case that we did fairly recently where an attorney was asked by their client to litigate because of a large amount of money that was outstanding and they were aware that the person that they're litigating against does have assets, but they weren't sure how these assets were set up. And when we got involved, we discovered a way that they could attach assets because we found what assets these were, and we found that the assets were owned by a company. The company, in turn, was 100% owned by the person that we were investigating. So we were able to point out to the attorney something they didn't know, which was that they could attach this company, and the, the company, the attachment on this company would have with it a building that was worth multi-millions. And what that did was it made the attorney's job in attaching that asset very much easier than it normally would have been attaching a building, simply because they didn't have to do any conveyancing and because they didn't have to get any extra high court permissions, which you would normally do in attaching what they call an immovable property. So part of our job is to think out of the box like that and provide solutions to the prosecuting attorneys or to the client that perhaps they wouldn't have thought of because attorneys very much by definition are the guys that do the court applications, the court work, the the legal side. We, on the other hand, also apply the law and we work with the law, but we do it from the perspective of being where the rubber meets the road, out on the road dealing with the people that we're investigating literally boots on the pavement and that makes a big difference to the kind of perspective and therefore the kind of guidance that we can offer in a case. Excellent. So there's always a solution is really what I'm hearing you say and um, attorneys are always welcome or any client is always welcome to contact us and and discuss what their issues are, where they're stuck or what they um, would like to achieve and maybe just need a different perspective and um, to, to discuss those things with us and, and see what we can try and work out to help them or 
find a way forward, you know, to continue the legal process. Absolutely. You know, we've got an enormous toolbox of different talents, different skills, different uh, tools in terms of hardware um, and all sorts of things, as well as an enormous wealth of contacts all over the place in just about every sphere of life. And using those, we can we can use any combination of those to create solutions to any issue that a prosecuting attorney or a client might have. That being said, there are some clients that have come to us in the past that have asked us to investigate along the lines of a special agenda. And that is something that we do not do. We will tell that client that we are not going to investigate to prove your agenda. We're going to investigate to prove the truth of the case, whatever that might be. And whether our client likes it or not, in other words, whether it fits his or her agenda or not, we are going to present the truth to the client and not what suits the agenda. Absolutely. Um, in, within the truth, you know, you'll always be able to find a solution. However, if you bend the truth or um, skew the, the case in, in a particular direction for favor of that direction, it could lead to some insalubrious situations, <laughs> characters, etc. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's always better just to know the truth and then deal with things from that perspective then. So... Have you ever had occasion or have been hired to assist in arresting, um, like SAPs would do, you know, that kind of uh, arrest? Have you ever had occasion to be involved in something like that? We certainly have. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, we have worked with the police and we do work with the police on an ongoing basis on many of our cases. Uh, we do, in fact, have powers of arrest. But... We can only arrest a person that's committed a crime. And what we make an, a policy of doing is we only do it in the presence of the police. So we do it, we do it in such a way that the prosecuting authority later on is not going to have trouble with the defense attorney because of a bungled arrest because of an arrest that did not follow proper procedure. So therefore, we always make certain that the police are present and that they are basically in charge of the situation. And in many of the cases, we in fact don't perform the arrest. We are just there in a backup um, position where you know we provide backup, we provide assistance to the police. So pretty much the the thing of making arrests we leave to the police but we are available to assist and we do assist thank you Noel for the chat been a pleasure as always and thanks for clearing up all of those little um, details on those um, general services that we offer I know some people will appreciate that because they had some questions or confused about details on, on certain of those services so I think we've cleared everything up so thanks for sharing your time and um, knowledge and expertise once again it's always a great pleasure and absolutely love being of service both as the company and 
as an individual just imparting information. I would very much like to give as a parting shot that the public listening to this should never take the law into their own hands. They should always employ experts or consult an expert, either in the SAPS or in a company like ours, and have things done properly. Never try to act on your own. It can all, it's always going to get you into trouble. <laughs>